Well, the trees are changing color. The air has a bite to it, at least here in my little patch of the Midwest. The days are shorter and the nights grow longer. That means that it's that time of year. The time to enjoy the roller coaster that is National Novel Writing Month. For a bit of history, NaNoWriMo started in the year 1999. It was a simple challenge to write 50,000 words of a novel in 30 days. It was insanity. It was a labor of love and hate. But it was a challenge that was given to every aspiring author that continues to this day. As daunting as that task seems, it is achievable for those with a passion for writing. This year will mark my fourth year as a participant in this audacious excursion into madness. In the past, I was what is considered a panster, one who writes by the seat of their pants. I would sit down and write almost a stream of consciousness, and later in the editing stage, I would make sure that it made some semblance of coherent sense. This year is a bit different. This year, I've planned out what my work in progress is going to be. It's a very different experience for me this time around. I have my plot points already planned out, and the characters are a bit more fleshed out at this point. And more to the point, this year, I will be writing a work of fiction. In the past, I had written non-fiction works on disaster preparedness and radio communications. I have self-published them on Amazon to some small success, meaning I sold a few copies to people who are in the disaster preparedness community. I've made some royalties, it's really not much to brag about, but here we are. I was able to do this because I was given the confidence by participating in NaNoWriMo. Now, I am not sponsored in any way by that austere group. I'm just super glad that the group exists because it gives those that aspire to become authors a place to hone their skills. From an early age, I was a storyteller. I would make fantastic stories for no other reason than I wanted to. The stranger the story, the more I threw myself into building that particular world to the best of my ability. So much so that my mother once remarked, if you put as much effort in your schoolwork, you'd be a straight-A student. She's probably correct in that assessment. I hated school, it was boring, and there was very little creativity to be had. School at the time was mostly rote memorization and nothing more. My only creative outlet were my stories. My love of the end of the world fiction can be traced back to a TV movie called The Day After. It aired in the year 1983 and it starred Jason Robards, John Lithgow and Steve Gutenberg among others. It was a movie about the horrors of a nuclear war as seen through the eyes of middle America. This was the biggest fear at the time with the Cold War still in effect, and I watched with rapt attention, as did a lot of other people. I watched this TV movie and my creative juices started flowing. I wrote several stories about life after a nuclear war and the effect it had on people. Most of these tales, sadly, have been lost to history and the many, many times that we've changed residence when I was young. What was not lost was my love of writing. 
The act of sitting down and writing out what I saw in my imagination was, and still is, the thing that keeps me happy. I don't write to become famous or rich, although either or both would be nice. I write to cleanse my soul of the story that is in there. I have the need to get my words out, which is why I participate in NaNoWriMo, which gives me an outlet to tell my stories and get them on paper, so to speak. The final thing I want to say is we all need an outlet, and I truly hope that you find yours, dear listener. Hey guys, thanks for listening today. If you like what you heard, please check out my website for more information about me and my journey at gettingthewordsout.blog. And please remember to share this podcast with somebody who might be thinking about self-publishing. Also, remember to make time to keep getting your words out.